Our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook already have some early preseason betting odds for Ohio State football games in the fall. When I looked at what is out there for you to bet on now, there's one line that doesn't sit well with me. And something tells me there's a good chance you won't like it either. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, March 16th in the year 2023, and I want to thank you. For making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. During this episode, we will discuss players we should watch closely during spring practice as the boys get back on the field next week. And I unveil who I have winning the Final Four and winning the National Championship in the NCAA Tournament. But before we get to any of that, we all love talking about things that are going to happen during the Buckeye football season. Betting lines, betting odds, they're great for us to kind of gauge who the favorite is, who the underdog is, and they are generate a lot of conversation this time of year. And here we are, our good friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. You hear about them all the time, and they have four betting lines available for you to bet on and put money on in regards to Ohio State games and who Ohio State will play in the fall. Right now, there are four games available, the away game at Notre Dame, the home game against Penn State, the home game against Michigan State, and the last game of the regular season, a trip to Ann Arbor, Michigan. And among those four games, there are three games that the Buckeyes are favored in, more than a touchdown favorite in all three of them. And then there's one game that the Buckeyes are not favored to win. They are 10-point favorites against Notre Dame, 9.5-point favorites against Penn State, 21-and-a-half-point favorites against Michigan State. But then there's that plus one against Michigan in Ann Arbor. Now, I've heard, it's not concrete for college, but I've heard in the NFL, the home team gets three points. I don't know if that's the same for college, so I'm not trying to use that for today's conversation. But what I will say is this. This is a big year for this football team. They have not beat Michigan, their rival their biggest rival since 2019, Ryan Day's first year coaching at Ohio State. 2020, the game was canceled. 2021, a beatdown. 2022, another loss. You don't want to lose three games in a row to your arch rival. Now, there is a positive in this whole conversation. It's March 16th. The game is not played until November 25th. There's a lot of time between now and then, and something tells me, even before the season starts, that betting line is going to shift. I'm not here to give you betting advice. I'm just here to say this. No matter what the betting odds are, Ohio State needs to win this game. Period. Point blank. There's no exceptions, no excuses, none of that. Ohio State needs to win this game. Yes, you may say Ohio Ohio State uh, or it's Ohio State plus one in that game. Okay, cool. It's a close game. It's a less than a field goal game right now. Okay, that's cool. But who do you trust in that game more? If the betting lines tell us something, okay, cool. That's what people think now. Will that change in Ohio State names names a starting quarterback? Possibly. Will that change as we get some more uh, concrete information about who these starters are at Ohio State? Possibly. 
But don't dwell on the number. Dwell on this. What Ohio State has done over the past two years is a big reason why the betting odds right now are the way that they are. We all know Notre Dame's going to have a new quarterback. Penn State's going to have a new quarterback. I believe Michigan State's, Michigan State's going to have a new quarterback. I believe that Drew Allen's going to be good for Penn State. Uh, I believe that Notre Dame is going to be good. It's going to be a tough place to play, a true hostile environment. It's something that Ohio State normally does not endure during their non-conference slate. Now, you may want to say, Jay, there's the times they've played big non-conference opponents. Okay, cool. Oregon. They, they, haven't, they didn't play in Eugene. No, that game got canceled and got pushed back till uh, I think like 10 plus years from now. I'm just being honest with you. It's a long time for now for when Ohio State's going to go to Eugene. I remember the days when they played Texas and USC in the non-conference, and it was fun. They were tough games, and it was when USC was really good. When Texas, Vince Young, really, really good. I get all of that. I know what those games mean. But Ohio State playing Notre Dame on the road, that's a huge thing. It helps them for the playoff, but also it helps you for that game in Ann Arbor, Michigan. The betting line is plus one Ohio State. I'm not giving betting advice. I don't want to dive into that right now, um, especially when there haven't been games played. All I will say is this, is that if this is an indicator about anything that we know right now, Ohio State better take this game seriously, maybe more seriously than they have ever taken a game. Because imagine, imagine, I'm going to put a bad thought in your mind, but it's, it's, it's a conversation. Imagine Ohio State losing three games in a row to that team up north. Imagine Ryan Day having to filter and excuse me, having to answer questions that are facilitated by the sports information director Jerry Emig at Ohio State, um, where he is pointing at the media members and they're asking uh, really specific questions in regards to Ryan Day's record against the team up north and if he can ever beat Jim Harbaugh consist back to back years. Uh, is this going to be the norm for him? Great regular season, all of a sudden losing the final game of the regular season, missing the conference championship game, and ultimately hoping and wishing, maybe praying to make the playoff. Is that going to be the norm at Ohio State? And Ryan Day has to answer all these questions. Nobody wants that to happen around here at Ohio State. What do fans want at Ohio State to beat that team? But you know what? Right now, I do understand. They have the upper hand. I mean, there's a debate right now, a true debate, that they have the better coach. They have a quarterback that's played games. They have a system that's working. They have stars coming back. They have a lot going for them. What does Ohio State have on both sides of the ball? A lot of questions. Some people even say there are more questions on offense than defense at Ohio State. I won't go that far, but what I will say is this. Plus one Ohio State right now, these boys better figure something out. Being an underdog, an early underdog against the team up north, it's not fun. It's not good for anybody at Ohio State. Take this game seriously because if you don't, there will be numerous people saying, you lose this game, Ryan Day, you might not, you probably, you might need to find a different uh, place to coach the football because Ohio State is not for you. Yeah, betting does not have a, uh, does not dictate what happens on the field, but ultimately, Vegas knows something. And when Vegas Puts a number on something, open your eyes. It might be a sign of things to come. Things to come, the boys are coming back on the field after they uh, finish spring break. There are more players 
for us to watch and keep our eyes on during spring practice. The next segment is all about the defense and those players we need to keep a close eye on. Who are they? We discuss that next right here on Lock on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The midway point of the NBA season is here. And now the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. First bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss, don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. The NCAA tournament begins, well, the round of 64 begins today. And there is still some time, a few hours left, to join the Locked on Buckeyes Bracket Challenge on the ESPN Tournament Challenge app. Go to the app, search Locked on Buckeyes, join the group. I had to recalibrate the settings because things were not saved when I first set, when I first set this thing up. Join the group. You'll compete against me. I'll unveil my Final Four and National Championship winner later in the show. But until then, you can see the bracket, get in there, have fun, and even compete with me and see if you have a better bracket this time of year during the NCAA tournament. We love competition, and that's what the Bracket Challenge provides to viewers and listeners like yourself. I am a person that loves to watch closely when I'm at a football practice. Training camp for the NFL. I've been to numerous Indianapolis Colts training camp practices. Even a couple years ago, I was uh, the Cleveland Browns came to Indianapolis prior to playing the Colts in a preseason game. And what did I do? I got to see the Browns. I got to see the Colts go at it during a practice. And any time I'm at a practice, I am watching closely certain players. May it be a quarterback in Andrew Luck. May it be a receiver, Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, may it be a running back in Jonathan Taylor. May it be a linebacker in Bobby O'Karake. May it be a newcomer in Stephon Gilmore from a year ago who's now on the Cowboys. Whoever it is, these former Colts players and some are current, I was watching them closely. And I'm taking that same approach to Ohio State right now. Now, the spring game, I'm going to be watching certain players closely. I know you will as well. Well, how about we watch closely a few players as the boys get back on the field next week after spring break concludes. So when it comes to the defense, I got five guys here. I had five guys a day ago. Five, yeah, five guys a day ago for the offense, for the defense, starting up front like we did yesterday. Well, just really important players. Jack Sawyer and Caden Curry. Now, I do believe Caden Curry is probably going to be more of a D-end they keep saying Jack position. I wish they would just have these players play one thing. Let me get this off my chest. If you want to develop players, how about you figure out what you want them to play and stick with it? One thing I think from Jack Sawyer is him solely playing defensive end and not splitting time with the hybrid Jack linebacker position. We're going to see a better Jack Sawyer, literally the best Jack Sawyer we have ever seen at Ohio State. Remember last year during the, during the spring game, people were like, ooh, 
Jack, you can do that? And Jack's like, yeah, I was born to do this. What do we see during the season? Trying to do things that weren't in Jack's bag, but you're trying to add them in the bag, trying to force them in the bag when Jack's like, that's not the kind of player that I am. And this is why with Jack Sawyer during spring practice, especially during the spring game, I'm watching him closely. Now, Caden Curry's a guy who's going to be trying and fighting to be that other starting defensive end on the other side of Tui Malowal. And I think Caden Curry is going to push Jack Sawyer. Now, I know Sawyer's older. I know he's heavier. I know he's. I, I know he has the strength. I get all of that. Caden Curry might be special, man. Not, not now, not now. Not a Chase Young special. Um, uh, not a Bosa special. I'm not saying that. But Caden Curry might be one of those guys who's a who, who Buckeye fans over the next over this year and next year are like. Ooh, I see why Ohio State went to the southern part of Indianapolis and Center Grove to get this guy to bring him to Columbus because this guy is good. Another player that is good is C.J. Hicks. Now, when it comes to C.J. Hicks, this spring is going to be a little bit different because he's going to get run and more run than maybe he thought due to the injury and the absence from Tommy Eichenberg during spring practice. And so when you think about all of that, you got younger players, a younger guy, second year at Ohio State, definitely looks the part of a Buckeye linebacker. I mean, he looks like a guy that, let's be, let's be honest, Urban Meyer brought some dogs in to play linebacker. And they look the part. C.J. Hicks currently looks the part. How does he capitalize on the opportunities, on the extra reps he's going to get? How does he perform? Does it does he get run with the ones every now and then, kind of rotating? They try to see what he can do. How does he play? Do I think he'll start in the fall? Absolutely not. Do I think he can get some time if if Jim Knowles starts rotating players on defense? Absolutely. Why? Because this young man, from what I'm hearing. Didn't see him play really any defense last year. What we what we're hearing, he can be special. Last but not least, there's two guys. One in Kai Stokes. I'm going to save the transfer and Davidson Igmanosin for last. Kai Stokes at Ohio State. What are we looking at here? We're looking at safeties and ransom and Proctor that are good, not perfect. They're good. But Kai Stokes might have a different skill set than both of them. Uh, he might be a ball hawk. He might be able to roam in a way that neither Ransom or Proctor do. And if they're not careful, Kai Stokes can be somebody. Remember, Jim Knowles might rotate. He, he might rotate more than he did a year ago. I don't agree with that move. But also, if that's what he does, Kai Stokes might be the guy. I mean, I remember last year, number 37, sitting there with my guy Jeff Hunt. I, uh, him and his wife were there, sat with them during the spring game. And uh, we're like, who is number 37? Like, literally, who is that guy? And I remember my guy, Jeff Hunt, saying, he ain't keeping a number. He's too good. Like, not word for word. That's not a direct quote. That's the, that's the thoughts behind what he said. That guy is going to be too good. He's going to change his number because dogs don't wear that number. Kai Stokes might have that dog in him. Can't wait to see it. I do think he is another player like C.J. Hicks who could get – Clock and playing time in a backup role in the fall for the Buckeyes. Last but not least is Davidson Igmanosin. Y'all can say what you want about Jordan Hancock. Y'all can say what you want about Jair Brown and all these other corners at Ohio State. Cam Martin. Y'all can say whatever you want. Davidson Igmanosin and Denzel Burke, to me, should be the starting corners. And Igmanosin, he looks the part. He looks like a guy. He carries himself, and he's built in a way that you recognize him on the football field. He has a, he has a height. 
He has the movement. He's free moving all the time. And you know what? He played the SEC. Now, playing in the SEC means something. You may say, Jay, the SEC is not a good conference. Well, then tell me why they consistently put the most guys in the NFL draft every single year. Year in, year out. It's the SEC one, the Big Ten two. Every single year. So whatever you want to say about the SEC, pause, stop it, keep it to yourself. Their players are good. It's the best conference in college football. And if you're playing that way and you're playing the way that he did last year at Ole Miss in that conference, that means something. Not just to me, but to all the coaches at Ohio State and players around the country. It means something. And Davidson Igbenosin, get used to saying the name. Practice it. Maybe look up the spelling. and spell it a few times. Because... It's going to be needed because I believe he's going to make a lot of plays at Ohio State in 2023. Those are my players. What's your list? Fill it up. Put them in the YouTube comment section on this video. Let's start a conversation about the defensive players and players that can have a big spring if they capitalize on the opportunities in front of them. Speaking of capitalizing on the opportunities in front of them, there are numerous teams in college basketball that are looking to start a tournament today or tomorrow and capitalize on the opportunity in front of them. We will discuss who they are, my final four picks, and who I think is going to win the natty. I'll unveil that, my NCAA tournament picks. They're coming up next right here on Locked on Buckeye. This episode is brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more and the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top-of-the-line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is with, a, with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, check out Billiards Plus and get there early this year. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Ahasen, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills, from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and the Griddle, that will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at Billiards-Plus.com. Billiards Plus, family owned and operated for generations. This is the last show of the week, taking a day off tomorrow. There'll be no show tomorrow. The show will be back regularly scheduled on next Monday. So take this in, enjoy it, cherish the next few minutes, because it will be our last time together before Lockdown Buckeyes resumes, goes back to regular schedule on next Monday. I love this time of year. I love this tournament. The NC2A Tournament College Basketball this is the stuff that I love. I am here for it. Also, meaning something that I love, it's also time for us to kind of compete a little bit. Competition is great. Competing is fun. And I do believe if the bracket challenge, you still got time, go search Locked on Buckeyes on the ESPN Tournament Challenge app. There is a link in the bio, in the show description, show notes, for you to click that and get right to the group on the app. So I made it, we're trying to make things simple for you, and that is there for you to make things simple to join the group. But I love this time of year. I, I've spent time this past Monday filling out my bracket, 
and uh, took some time. I generally try to do it quickly. Uh, I do I do uh, one round, go back to all of everything else, and do another round, fill it out. Go if I skip anything, go back and do everything else. So it's a it's a thought, it's a process that works out well for me, and it's kind of helped me get to the bracket that we have today. My sweet sixteen teams. Let's go through this quickly. Alabama, San Diego State. This is the South region. North Carolina State and Arizona. East region, Sweet 16. Purdue plays Duke. Providence and Marquette. Midwest, Houston and Indiana. <laughs> Calvin Sampson playing against the team he coached in the mid-2000s. The school that fired him. Uh, Midwest also, Xavier and Texas. Then also in the West region, Kansas and Iona. Rick Pitino back in the Sweet 16. And Gonzaga and UCLA. My elite eight teams. Alabama and Arizona, that's going to be fun. Duke and Marquette, that will be fun as well. Houston and Texas, I'm riding with Houston in that one, and I believe in Kelvin Sampson and what he's doing on the court in Kansas and UCLA. My final four teams. Now, this one was, once we got to the Elite Eight, these games are kind of easy to pick. I didn't really... Guess on any of them, maybe Kansas UCLA got me a little hesitant to discuss and to see where things are going to go. But this that was pretty easy. Final four, this was easy as well. Arizona over Duke. Houston over Kansas. For some reason, I have been a believer in Kelvin Sampson and what he has been doing coaching for quite a long time. And I believe this is the year that this young man, I say he's young because he is, gets to the national championship. But ultimately, I am riding with the Arizona Wildcats. Yes, the Arizona's basketball team, really, really, really good. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, something just tells me this is their year. Now, you may want to say, Jay, you didn't really go, you didn't really have many wild picks. 316, yeah, you got Iona, a double-digit seed. But you don't really go crazy. You want to know why? Because in this tournament, most of the time, chalk wins. Most of the time, chalk past the Sweet 16, it's chalk, chalk, chalk. Now you want to get some some upsets, but it's a lot of chalk, man. So I'm chalk is basically saying the higher seed wins. The higher seed is what's going to go forward, and just that's a phrase that's used. And so I will encourage you that if you have not filled out your bracket yet, or I hope you do it quickly, but if you have not, at some point. Don't try to do all the upsets and all the things cute with your bracket. Go chalk. It'll be your best friend. Out of here on a Wednesday. Excuse me, a Thursday. I went back in time. Out of here on a Thursday. Last show of the week. Hope you enjoyed it. It was fun for me. I hope it's fun for you as well. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. Send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. If you missed the Locked On College Basketball Bracket Breakdown, it was in the feed for this show, go ahead and check it out. I know I saw it on the Apple Podcast app. Check it out. Isaac Shade, Andy Patton, they provide the breakdown you need so you can make the proper picks for this massive tournament. The tournament starts today. It's unfortunate that, that the Buckeyes are not playing, but it is fortunate that we get massive games, huge games over the next few weekends for our enjoyment. Guys, out of here. Hope you have a great day. And also, Enjoy your weekend.